All right, we're going to retry our hand at podcasts for like the third time, I think. It's only been like a six-month sabbatical or That's right, something like that. And we, we need some kind of catchy intro versus me saying, all right, we're going to talk about stuff. But, but that's how you start every conversation, pretty much. So That's true. People expect it. Yep, I'm a boring, predictable individual. So um, <laughs> so one of the, we had a question that someone submitted and that we thought would be a good way to kind of get a uh, podcast started back. So I think it's something we can tackle pretty quickly, but it's also a pretty interesting topic, and that is uh, nutrition pre- and post-workout, maybe what that looks like and, and why it even matters. So um, I think to uh, prevent me just talking for a, a while and Morgan sitting here, I think this is a a little more a little more common sense than people people might be overthinking this a little bit, but um, a lot of it depends on the person. So, like, if you were gonna let's say you had a competition or something, and you knew you needed energy because you're gonna compete and it was gonna be a long day, you know, what would your if you had if you're gonna get there an hour before the first workout and you had to warm up and all that fun stuff, I mean, what would you eat? Why would you pick those foods? And then that will kind of lead me into why we're choosing certain things so for me personally yeah for you personally well I feel like for me personally having a history of collegiate sports and competition I've learned what works for me and what doesn't like I know that I need to eat something and have a caloric intake of some kind but I know that if I eat too much or have like a real meal it ain't gonna be pretty sure so generally I always try and have a fruit, probably like an apple or banana or maybe like two clementines or something like that and a protein bar that's not too heavy because sometimes, you know, you can eat, you can pick a brand of protein bar that's sits in your stomach, Yeah. whatever. It's just too much. Um, I guess before you go too far down the road, maybe, maybe if I frame, maybe I've framed that too specifically so let's just say eating something yeah i mean no i mean it's like maybe no i think those are great answers and that might be how you approach a day of like you have a competition let's just say it isn't breakfast necessarily like it's just oh, before okay. a workout well probably that same thing that same thing okay yeah like it doesn't have to be breakfast but most of the competitions crossfit wise i've done have been in the morning mm-hmm. i mean so that kind of also substitutes for a breakfast also yeah but like even in the past playing soccer or whatever, it might be a pack of peanut butter crackers or or something small, but makes me feel like I have some, not heartiness, but like just something substantial in my belly besides like a cracker or a tangerine or something like mm-hmm. that. Like that's just not enough. Um, and how far, how far out from the start of the game or I don't think I could ever do anything with inside the hour so you like to have it like 90 minutes before yeah I would say like that would be a pretty pretty consistent like I know now I mean going to a workout at the gym I'll probably have a pack of crackers in the car Mm -hmm. but that's more like 30 minutes but it's also not high intensity and the level of a competition would be but I definitely try and have something in my belly going into a workout 30 minutes to an hour before just a normal workout. Yeah. Like when I hear people talk about, well, I've not eaten anything since lunch or I haven't had anything to eat today or only had this, this, and this. I don't even know how they function. Mm -hmm. So I know we'll get into that, but I still even not even 
focusing on a competitive side, just going to class to exercise. Right, yeah. I I try and have a pack of crackers or if I have a leftover piece of fruit or something, I try and eat that on the way to the gym or on the way to pick up Judah and then come to the gym, which could be anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour before class. So. Well, perfect. So I think that's a good segue into the kind of science behind all the stuff. So the more important than the science, like we just talked about, is it's individual. And I'm going to say that if you ask me any question about exercise science, the answer is going to be it depends. But I think this is even like this is pretty far on the spectrum of it really does depend. Now, I could tell you what's going to be the best um, stuff to put in your body from a science textbook background. But that's just, you know, I'm even worse than Morgan. Like I can't eat anything within an hour before working out. I probably can't have anything resembling real food maybe two to three hours before I, I lift. And definitely even just lift because I start feeling sick. Stuff that's not water to drink. Yeah, like, I, I think it, that depends. I mean, like, I, know, I don't mind having a person, coffee or but whatever, but. You can function yeah. drinking a coffee while you exercise. Yeah, for sure. And I can't have anything that's not water mm-hmm. like an hour leading up to work out right. because it will probably make me sick. Yeah. So, you know, if we're going to go with the science side of the stuff. I would say sometime roughly an hour before you go to work out, before you go to train, if you're just going to like exercise and you're not training, and we've talked about the differences of that in the past, but you know, if this is just like a casual, I'm going to go jog on the treadmill for 20 minutes or I'm going to go something like that, you don't need to worry about your, your pre-workout nutrition at all. If you're coming to the gym and you know, it's like the squat cycle day and we have a Metcon after it and all that stuff and you want to get after it during class. Then I think roughly an hour, maybe up to even 30 minutes before, depending on who you are. I mean, some people could be walking in the door eating and be fine, but you know, depending on who you are, you need to play around with this. Um, you want some kind of carbs, and a simple carb would be better. Um, so fruit is like a great, you know, I think everyone can agree that fruit's healthy, so we're not doing something crazy. Like you could say Skittles, and that would kind of get the same effect across. <laughs> um, but you not know, fruit's going to be like a better choice just for your life in general. So getting some uh, a sugary thing in, in you like fruit would be a good choice. Um, it's going to kind of just kind of put some energy in you to use later in the workout without having to get super deep and sciencey on the stuff. And you, you are burning sugars, carbs, while you are doing most, most of the training style that we do. So it's preparing you to do that. Um, it's also, they tend to be relatively easy to digest. You don't have um, any kind of gastric distress issues. Most people don't with like an apple or like I think cuties or clementines or stuff like that. I think those are really easy things to eat. Uh, banana for a lot of people. The Morgan said earlier like she might have a protein bar with it. And I think that is, it would be different. Like if you're at a competition, the goal of the competition is to do the best you can in the competition. It's not to get a specific training outcome. So. Um, for training, we would not want protein in, we, we, some protein with that would be fine. Just, we don't want a ton of it. Um, for the reasons we talked about earlier, protein tends to be a little harder to digest. It's slower moving through the body and, uh, we don't want it to blunt the insulin response that you get from having the sugar. So I think a, like half a protein bar and a, and some fruit is probably a really good combo. And then we want it to be really low fat, fat. We're not low-fat people as far as the diet goes in general. Fat's great, so don't be scared of fat. But fat, um, fat slows the digestive process down a good bit. 
and it's gonna make it tougher to get those sugars in and it's, it tends to make people uh, it puts people into the rest and digest mode of their slower moving yeah I think people kind of naturally know this without thinking about it but if you have a, a big fatty meal you tend to want to take a nap or relax you, you don't feel bad necessarily you just uh, you you know this is not like priming you to go work out so you know if you were gonna go into a battle you wouldn't have a big fatty meal that would make a lot of sense because it's kind of doing the opposite of uh, it's kind of priming your CNS the wrong way um, and that's a whole rabbit trail right there but the point is we want mostly carb and a little bit of protein no fat in the pre-workout and actually the post-workout window probably gonna be very similar um, these windows are you know people I think popular science paints it like you have this magic 30-minute window before 30-minute window afterwards to do these things and that's not they're not lying to you it's just that that is a extreme uh, caricature of what's happening sure that the closer you can get it to the actual workout and even during the workout great I mean it's the obviously it's gonna be the best to utilize it then but you're gonna have a little time before and after like you don't have to slam a, um, a recovery shake the second you finish working out to like you don't lose all of your your gains window or something like that like it's <laughs> like it's painted that you do so um, it seals them in there yeah like you know if you'll see like if you watch like a bodybuilder workout you know they're probably sipping on um, some kind of like BCAA, like a, a broken down protein with some carbs, like the whole workout, because they're not doing anything with the level of intensity to which that would uh, upset their stomach. So that's doable. So if you're coming in and like all you're doing is squatting, you could probably have your protein shake, like protein, carbs, all that fun stuff, like in the middle of training. Um, I know a lot of people like doing that. If you're, you know, if you have a Metcon after it though, that's when I would steer people away from having like protein just because it's going to sit in your stomach a little heavier it should be tougher to digest and it could just give you like a you know a yucky feeling when you're trying to do all that stuff and that's not the that's not what most of us want we want to kind of feel light and and energetic during those things so the short answer is some kind of carbs the simpler the better so like in the pre especially we want fruit something that's you know something that's going to digest quickly and easily it's easily eaten in the post you can have a little more complex carbs like I think the the OG like CrossFit. Um, if, if you used to watch like probably no one here did, but like documentaries in like 2013 and 14 of, of athletes training, they would they train and then they'd have like mashed sweet potatoes and some protein, and that's a great post-workout meal um, because the sweet potatoes take a little longer to they're, they're a little lower glycemic, and so they take a little longer to get in the blood system. Um, you know, there's some benefits there, but we would probably want those in the post and not in the pre, but you know, that's kind of splitting hairs. We want some kind of carbs that you can handle very well before the workout and a little bit of protein. And then after the workout, um, if you're recovering, if the goal is to recover, um, to perform again, then carbs are important. If the goal is to recover and rest and digest, we want that protein in there and then take a little break like we want this separated out and then go home have your dinner or lunch or it depends when your training block is have like your fatty meal then because that's going to put you in your kind of rest and digest mode so um it, it depends on the way your training day and life is set up if you train at 5 a.m it's going to be a little different answer than if you train at 5 p.m because you can afford to get ready for that 5 p.m class and then have your you know post-workout shake right after it and then like an hour or two later have your dinner which can be fatty and kind of help you get ready for sleep and, and start that big recovery process. So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, that's a long, long answer to it depends. You want carbs pre-workout and post-workout if you're recovering for something else again. So like in a CrossFit competition situation or like you're in a, I don't know, some kind of obstacle course race, that kind of stuff, a longer enduring thing. Like we have some guys who do, uh, who've done like these like uh, adventure race things that are long and you, you're going to need to take in calories. You want carbs because carbs are going to be what you're going to use again to kind of get ready to go. If you worked out and you're done for the day, like you don't have you don't have to have a lot of energy after that point, then that would be the time to have your protein, let that digest, take a little while, and then have your fat. Um, yeah, this is, is a really interesting topic. There's a this is something that's kind of always evolving. There's a guy I like a lot named Julian Pinot who has like a really interesting stance on this. Like not the typical. Uh, it's kind of a mix between. I kind of gave you like a blend between like what you would read in a science textbook and like his thoughts on it and it's super interesting so if you really want to go down the rabbit trail and look at uh the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system and how nutrition influences all that he's a good guy to kind of if you i don't know if you google like julian pinot p-i-n-e-a-u i hope that's right he's french uh and uh, nutrition i'm sure it'll come up um but yeah it's an interesting thing if you want to nerd out on something for a little while so yeah we i think we covered that for the most part um Anything you want to add on that? No. Uh, you think you covered it. Awesome. All right. So one down, and hopefully we'll keep this thing going. All right.